Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning and welcome to NABWIG Talks. I'm your host, Jada Williams, and it gives me great pleasure to be here with you this morning. But first, I have to ask you, just like the commercials have said, to please follow, like, and share on all your different social media platforms that you're hanging out with NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction this morning. But we are more than just an association for women. We are the voice in the construction industry, actually across multiple industries. So the best way to keep up with NABWIC is to head over to our website at www.nabwic.org and engage with us. Yes, check out our calendar, see all the different committees and events that we have going on in NABWIC world, and your chance to pop up on one of our sessions. But most of all, you can make sure you click that join now button because I want to see you at our next national or local event in your red shirt. You know we are advocates and we love to mob out for a great NAPWIC. So we have an action-packed show planned for you today. Also in the studio, we have no other than our master builder, the founder herself, and McNeil, we have Ursula Odom of Sula 2 and Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. Good morning, Ms. Ann. How are you? Jada, 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 you know, I tell you every time if I were any better, Jada, you know I would be you. And today <laughs> is no different. It is no different. I'm excited. But, it's, again, I'm excited every day. So I just want to continue to remind everybody uh, and and repeat over and over and over what you said. We're not just the voice of black women in construction. I contend and agree with you that we are the voice of this industry. And being that voice, we sit on four pillars, Jada. First, we encourage and inspire and uplift young black girls from elementary, junior high, high school to consider this construction industry as a career, a profession, and also a business. And then also the second pillar are those black women, in particular private sector, 
you know, those who control any kind of procurement opportunities such as um, that relates to our industry, professional women in the public sector, those Fortune 100, Fortune 5000 individuals. And then thirdly, those black women who are in the public sector, your city, county, state, school board, and congressional black women, and those black women who are in government professional jobs and careers that control and touch any kind of procurement opportunities, like our guest today. And then finally, the fourth pillar, Jada, are those black women who are in the construction industry, in the trades, in the profession, architects, engineers, contractors, professional services such as bankers, lawyers, CPA, construction touches everything. And those four pillars upon which we stand include all women, and that is what allows us to be the voice of this industry. And so, Jade, I just want to just continue to encourage, inspire, and uplift those who are the least, the lost, and the unconcerned looking to find their way into this space. Because when you think about it, Jada, where else can a woman go who may have four or five kids, 16, 17, 18, 19, $20 an hour without even finishing high school? Where can she go and do that? No other place other than this industry. So, Jada, those are my opening comments because, again, I think that when we talk about being the voice, what does that voice look like? Who are we speaking to? And it's to right. everybody. Everybody. So I want to encourage and inspire our, our listeners to just remember that when they're looking for a space and they hear somebody looking to, to start a business or go into the industry, consider us. But, Jada, enough about that. We have a very special guest, and I've had the privilege of meeting our guest actually over the weekend virtually, Ms. Lisa Watkins Dunn. And, Lisa, I want to tell you publicly how appreciative we are because when we first met virtually, you volunteered to help support the growth and organizing our organization as a not-for-profit so, Jada, I am excited, and Lisa, I'm excited to hear your story. So, Jada, let's get this party started. Yes, indeed. Let's get this party started. Thank you so much, Ms. Ann, for those encouraging words, but also reminding everyone the mission and the purpose of NAPWIC and why we do what we do. We're so passionate about moving forward in the industry. So today's special guest, is Ms. Lisa Dunn, who is a dedicated career specialist at Central State University, which is located in Ohio. And, of course, you already know, it's the HBCU. It's a historically black college and university. In the Office of Career Services, she guides students, including her own, on their career path. Um, with expertise in strategic planning, she utilizes artificial intelligence, creativity, and reliance, um, resilience, to ensure organizational capacity. Lisa's um, passion for creative expression led her to establish soul X cited creative journeys. And we're going to get more into that and what Lisa is doing at um, Central State University after this quick commercial break. Hi, I'm Vicki Antonio. 
I'm part of the South Florida chapter of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and we are excited to celebrate women in construction. What I'm most proud of about being a part of this organization is that we are a conglomerate of women who are doing great things to expand not only ourselves, but our local communities and beyond. Why it's important to support this organization is because, you know the saying, is that when you support a woman, you support a nation. So my name's Vicki Antonio. Please join us to celebrate Women in Construction. Yes, indeed. To support a woman is to support a nation. Good morning, Miss Lisa. Welcome to NAPWIC Talks. How are you? I'm wonderful. Wonder very excited to be here. Yes, indeed. So I was sharing with the audience. Um, this morning that we have you as our special guest on NAPWIC Talk in Construction Career Specialist at Central State University. Jackie and I got to do a little stalkership on your mini on your bio and your background and got to meet you virtually over the weekend. But how about in your own words, you let us know about your background. Tell us a little bit of how you came to do what it is you're doing today. Well, I, you know, my journey has been a, a series of pivots professionally and um, started off, um, believe it or not, with the Ohio Department of Transportation in my 20s, had an amazing job um, as a highway and bridge construction inspector. So I was the only woman on most of our projects, and I was definitely the only African-American aside from some, some contractors, uh, workers. And it was, um, it was a challenge. Um, it was it, it is definitely a challenge. Um, I thought engineering was my, was my pathway, but honestly I met so much discouragement. I, I made a pivot to social services, worked with therapeutic foster kids, um, workforce development, work with dislocated workers, which led me to higher ed and working now helping our young African-American students at Central State University get a good foundation and learn their talents and direct them professionally. Yes, indeed. We appreciate your hard work there. And going through your journey, so how did you transition from, like you said, you were doing bridge construction all the way to now to where you are an advisor and you can speak from your expertise, your experiences? Well, I, you know, I, I grew up with a father who, and, and his father, my my grandfather, my father, and my uncle built our house um, when I was about seven or eight years old. And to see that construction happen, it was just fascinating to me. So, um, you know, whether it's building physical um, construction or it's um, seeing a person, a youth come in with their skills and talents in the raw and seeing them build up their character, build up their skills, their academic ability, you know, 
I just like processes. I, I, I'm fascinated with seeing processes come together. Right. It's like you're, you love seeing the finished product, the end, you know. So that is so amazing when you get to come in, see the young people, like you said, build up their, their personalities, their character, their ideas, and you get to watch them as they nurture that and, and flush all of that out. So I'm guessing that's, that, that all of that passion is what led you to transition into your role currently at Central State University. It is. It really is because, you know, I've endured, you know, racism and sexism and, um, you know, issues in the workplace. And I really, Central State gives me a unique opportunity to, first of all, serve with an amazing team. My director, uh, Ms. Carla Harper, is, you know, a consummate professional. She has she's such a great mentor for me and for the students her passion and love for for really making sure students have good guidance um and then the rest of the team um we have we have a nice sized population over 100 students who have emancipated from foster care so again that touches wow. my heart having worked in that industry um and seeing those students come to campus and grow and develop when, you know, this becomes their home um, until they graduate and start their careers. So there's so many people at Central State University who are passionate about seeing our students thrive, and our students are stepping up. It's, it's, it's really exciting. I can't wait for you to meet them. <laughs> it is, it is. I actually got an offer letter from Central State University many moons ago. I won't tell my age, you know. But when I was coming out and going into college um, on a track scholarship, Central State offered me um, a letter. I got an offer letter from them. But it is a beautiful campus, and I love the growth um, thus far since the time. And the students there are very lively. So it's all love, HBCU love, Miss um, Dunn. Love it, love it, love it. And I know that, you know, we have our student chapter, a part of NABWIC, so we definitely cannot wait to meet um, some of your students there at Central or however um, we build up our continued uh, relationship with you and Central State University. Um, oh, that would so, be, we would love to explore that. I will, oh, yeah, we would love to explore that. That should have been, like, first on the list. Like, we have an amazing um, student chapter, and we work closely with FAMU and a, a, a couple of other HBCUs across the South, like Gramlin, and we're getting our foot in the door with my alum, um, Alabama A&M. So, of course, Central State fits right in, and we would love to have your students working with us in NABWIC. That would be so dope, Miss Dunn. Love it, love it, love it. Great. So with that, you know, since we're talking about students moving forward, the future, there are so many different tools out that we're getting hit coming our way with resources and everyone wanting to do better and expand and take off um, in their education or their current roles with the situation in our country right now. What tools are you utilizing um, 
to do in development? Well, um, I I harp on this probably more than anything else, and that is the fact that all of us study everything except ourselves, and especially our students. They go through, you know, 12, 13, 14 years of of K through 12 um, academics, and they study everything but themselves. And so when they come to a college or university, they are guessing at what they want to do with the rest of their lives, how they want to build their career based on very limited information, especially where it relates to their skills, talents, and abilities. And so I am a proponent of assessments, whether it's an interest assessment, an aptitude assessment, um, any career assessment that helps you to learn how you navigate the world, what things really are pa- you're passionate about, so that when you make your decision on your career, you're not just doing what mom says you should do or doing what's going to make you the most money because where your passion is, the money is going to come. So um, that's one of one of the bases I think students should launch from is identifying what their skills, talents, and abilities are and how that's going to fit into the future workforce. Right, and I love that you hit that because as a mother as well in um, construction businesses and, and, and spreading my talents across multiple industries, how do you as a parent, and I know there's a lot of parents listening in this morning, how do you pass on your legacy when, yes, we want our children to work in their passion and build from there, but as we're hoping they're watching us <laughs> on our journey and some of our work is part of their passion. So how do we encourage or pass the legacy down to our children that naturally don't just pick it up and say, oh, I love speaking on the microphone or I love writing poetry like you, Mom. Um, how, do you, how do you connect that, those dots there? You know, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I so I actually I interviewed my kids. I I actually sat them down and and asked them, you know, because there are so many things that um we we just anticipate that they or just assume that they will like or assume that they will do um my director, Ms. Harper, says all the time, okay, yes, we have a good plan, but what are the students going to say? What do the students really need? What do the students really want? And so um, when it comes to um, our businesses and, and the careers and organizations that we're building, I, I asked my son, and Trey, Trey said, first of all, don't try to shove everything down our throat. Like, we have to do what you're doing. But if you if you ask us to um, you know if we're if we're challenged to beat the competition and we share that with our with our children, he said that one of the things 
they would like to do is maybe take over the social media, the organization out there in a different way that's going to appeal to a different population that will allow us to advance in a way we couldn't see it because we can't see through their eyes. Um, He said really being able to learn about the business and why it was started and what the history is and the things that they could do successfully to contribute rather than saying, I need help in accounting, and you go in there and you you hit those books. Well, that may not be their their passion. So finding out what their passion is and where they can serve um, to to build the organization and the gratitude and pats on the back that come with it, aside from just making money, they really uh, thrive on gratitude. So that's from yeah, that's from the next generation's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> well, perfect answer. Yes, indeed. But I love the fact that you took the time and you're taking the time to communicate with your children on the needs right now. You know, a lot of times we miss that part, like you, like your child expressed. You don't shove it down our throat. And I love the fact that he mentioned um, taking over the social media because currently right now that's what my daughter does for me. Out of everything oh, yeah. she sees me do, that's what she wanted to do for me. I said, pick one thing, and she wants to. She wanted to edit all of my videos, all of my TikToks, and everything. That's Miss Winter. She does all of that, and I get compliments. So it, your son is so right in what you just said. They can take that social media, those videos, those editing, whatever it is that they do, and they make it more appealing to the audience, the larger mass audience that you're trying to get on social media now. And it's like, but I work in this. I do social media. I do marketing. But it's something about those little eyes looking in the future. So I just yeah. love it, Miss Lisa. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I won't, I won't take up too much time on these. I'm getting too excited when we, when we talk about our kids and bridging the gaps and the future, Miss Lisa. Please remember, listeners, our family, not with family. Press one on your join in the conversation. I know I'm not the only person excited jumping off of my seat this morning um, speaking with Miss Lisa. So, yes, you can press one on your phone to engage in the conversation or drop your comments below on our different social media platforms. You can find us on IG, Facebook, and, of course, our YouTube channel. All of our shows are archived. So you can always go back and listen and learn, but especially share the podcast link to your friends and family, and they can listen in pretty much whenever. Miss Lisa, I'm telling you, this show, the platform, is absolutely amazing because, like we mentioned before, with reaching the, the younger generation, the ones that will be leading us here soon, you can always just go back and listen in and check it out. You know, like basically binge watch Netflix. Okay. <laughs> I know that some of my, my my students say they love to go back and, you know, pick out little snippets that have stuck with them on their journey as they've listened back to Netflix shows. So I thought that was super amazing. So moving right along, Ms. Dunn, um, how did you feel – when you came across Mavwick, how did you feel that this would be 
a great organization to learn about, to partner with um, in Ohio? Well, it's very interesting because um, 2020, when we were um, kind of sequestered, I was working with a couple of teams, and and we were we were promoting um, ways to do some fundraising, and I met Mr. Gerald Barnes during that process, and we have never met face to face. <laughs> but we have partnered in some pretty innovative um, products, and we really have a passion for clean air, of course, coming out of COVID, and for um, clean water. And so once I, we started down that pathway, he came across NABWIC and began to share with me the amazing things that were going on with the organization and how we could partner in different initiatives. And I'm fascinated because I know one day there are not going to be the number of gas stations that we see, but those will be replaced with electric um, energy and with all the electric cars coming down the pike. And so that fascinates me. So he and I have been having these conversations, and he kept saying, you've got to join these NABWIC meetings. You've got to listen in the NABWIC. You know we're a member. <laughs> Our organization is a member. And so um, I started carving out some time, which really culminated this past Sunday um, with us being able to really have some heart-to-heart -heart talks about where the organization is going and how I could be a part of, you know, supporting that process. And, you know, that's kind of what led me here. Oh, I love it, love it. And thank you so much, Mr. Gerald Barnes, for reaching out to you, of course, and sharing and waving the NABWIC flag. He's also here in the studio, about to come in, and just a few, but Mr. Barnes, when, Barnes, when he joined NABWIC, he joined NABWIC with his boots tied up and ready to go. Like, he is the best um, newest member that we have in that. With that, Miss Lisa, I know that, you know, you're wearing multiple hats. You do have your own business, so excited. You um, are over the career development for the students at Central um, State. And then you have your own family. How do you balance and manage it all, keeping your connection, communication open with your own kids? You know, it's it's um you know, it's it's a juggling act. It's you know, trying to keep the plates spinning at once. Um, it it's easier now I think with with um my youngest is will be twenty one in October, um, Trey is twenty two and my oldest is twenty three. I have four grandchildren, uh twin boys that are fourteen and uh, soon-to-be five-year-old and five-month-old granddaughters. So there is a lot. There is a lot to juggle. But, um, you know, I I, I kind of go with the flow. And it's, you know, it's just it's an exciting journey. Um, I'm also very active in, in my church and my Christian Women's Fellowship. Um, 
and I just make I, I make time. I think we're here to, um, you know, r- run all the gas out of our tank, so to speak, uh, and uh, ne- definitely get our rest. But I love just being engaged with people, um, serving the community, and, you know, going to sleep uh, tired. <laughs> I can feel the smile on your face as you're calling out your four grandkids, the five-month-old, your your leadership in your church ministries. I can just feel it and love it. And that's probably the energy that keeps you going with so much ease throughout your, your different tasks. Um, how about you tell us a little bit about Soul Excited, since I've mentioned that several times that I want to make sure the family hears from your mouth what your business is all about outside of Central. Okay. Okay, great. Um, well, so excited, again, it, it kind of burst out of um, during the COVID time, the name anyway. I've written poetry since I was in um, high school because I, you know, I grew up in a household where you did not complain, you did not express yourself um, to your parents in any negative way. So I would have headaches. Um, I didn't know then that they were migraines, but I just would have um, excruciating headaches. And if I would write it down and put it under my pillow and tear it up in the morning, those headaches would go away. So that started my journey with um, with the written word. And when I went, I lived in St. Louis for seven years and connected to a creative arts and expression workshop, and they taught me just how to craft um, poetry. And so I've been writing and publishing um, since since then. I write a lot for special occasions. Um, I'm almost known as the funeral poet because I I find such joy in uh, commemorating people who have been on a journey and allowing their family to see them maybe in a different light and and changing that grief into just a fascination at the the journey that the person has been on and honestly if I could just take a second I drafted mm-hmm. something for Nabwick. If, I, if you don't mind, I'll share that with you. Of course. I want to hear it. We all want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, okay. So it's not titled yet because I just drafted it last night. But um, So, and now we wander through the highways of wonder and amazement, wheels humming, Stilettos pumping the accelerator driving. Someone hears the cheers and feels the tears of the ancestors. Their cries moisten our eyes, roll down asphalt cheeks, black and uncracked. We roll down windows, weave or natural. Our wisdom is blowing in the wind. Dreams. Seeds striking the soil, planted, anointed to grow skyscrapers. We be helium, hope rising to finally, becoming the reality, sanctity. Our oxygen builds steps to bridges of success. Yes, make a wish, sis. 
Pray for the destiny God ordained when the foundation was laid. Success, change, grace, be amazed. Rise like flames, fresh like air, clean like water. Who can stop us? Snap, 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 drop the mic. Thank you so much for blessing our ears. You're We're going to just take Thanks. a quick pause and let that marinate on us because you dropped some words on us this morning. And I know if Miss Ursula was in the studio this morning, she would have just straight cut me off <laughs> with her excitement of you painting that beautiful picture with your words. You know, when you first said poetry, I love to write poetry, and you said the funeral, the funeral poem. The, you were labeled as the funeral poet. Um, so I giggled a little bit because the first word that came to, first thought that came to my mind was Edgar Allan Poe. Then you read this beautiful draft of your poem that's not published yet for NABWIC, which I can't wait to receive the published copy, um, so we can put that up. I thought about... Um, um, I just lost my thought of train of thought. You know, um, oh my gosh, our black female poet, she just passed away. I can't. I, Maya, I can't Maya Angelou? Yes, Maya Angelou or, on live radio. That's how you got me so excited. I never usually lose my words, but I say you dropped the mic. I felt the power in that poetry. Yes, I was thinking of Maya Angelou. I don't know why I couldn't grasp her name, but I'm just looking at her face. So I know Miss Ann um, is so excited and feels the love in her heart from you reading that poem. Thank you so much. So you. So the process of you taking your childhood experiences and moving forward to developing um, into a positive business and um, curating your talent along the way is super special. I know that you mentioned you have so excited doing the poems you also do, and you mentioned the clean air, clean water in this poem too. I just love it. All the words you used in there, which makes me think of Mr. Gerald Barnes, who has a special relationship with you as well. So we're going to take a quick commercial break with Lisa. I know you said you have a couple of minutes left, and I want to bring Mr. Barnes into the conversation with us for a hot second after this quick commercial break. Okay. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. And ABWIC's intent is 
to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Yes, indeed. We are back. Now we talk like we never left with Ms. Lisa Watkins Dunn, career specialist at Central State University located in Ohio, and she is the CEO of Soul Excited Creative Journeys Strategist. She's a poet and an advocate here with us sharing her time on Nabwick Talks. Thank you so much, Ms. Lisa for sharing your journey. I know before we left, we were talking, you, you read your poem on NAPWIC and love it, love it, love it. Um, and you shared about Soul Excited, your process is there, and everything you're doing over at Central um, State University. I just wanted to go back real quick and explore your partnership with Mr. Gerald Barnes and how you guys are working on clean air, clean water, debt projects, and the connection um, with all of us under NAPLIC's umbrella. Okay. Um, Yeah, so, you know, it's one thing um, with technology changing so quickly um, sometimes we fail to stay on the cutting edge. And, and what I learned during um, COVID was that a lot of our systems we have in place, including our, you know, our home furnaces, you know, it's, it may capture um, some of the debris or some of the germs or some of the viruses even that are in the air but for the most part, technologies have been a capture-type technology. So, you know, you have to go in and change the filter. Well, when you change the filter, more than likely you're releasing those same things you try to get out of the air right into your face. Um, And so we learned about um, different um, technologies where it's actually sending out um, particles, and Gerald is our scientist, so he could explain it much better than me. But you, the the goal is to attack those things that are in the air so that they are destroyed in the air and don't have to be captured. And so that's, that's the pathway we've been on. Um, Gerald, of course, is our great connector um, bringing organizations like Smithsonian and, you know, those uh, federal organizations to the platform. But just being able to offer a solution that is different from what um, is, you know, has been used for decades now advancing on to more of a, a technological advancement. Did I, did I say that clearly, Mr. Barnes? <laughs> yes, and I'm yes, still on yes. the phone, so you know I'm uh I'm coming down now though. But yes you did. You put it right in perspective, as you always do. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Gerald, but you can elaborate a little bit more on the project and the know how, the processes of what you have going on with um 
the clean air, clean water, and everything with Miss Lisa? Yeah, well, um, being in in the idea of uh, green technology and cleaning, we always want to do what's going on to help our world get better. And unfortunately for a lot of people in our communities, it's okay. We're going to just settle for it. But we don't have to. And the cost uh, associated with it is never too much to save your life. And I know it's been a thing for years and years that green really doesn't do the same thing as good old bleaches and filters and all those kind of things. Nothing against Mm -hmm. all that. But if you can clean it better, quicker, and it's more sustainable, you're always going to move toward that. And Lisa and Cheryl and Annette in Ohio and others around the country have really just touched into where we really can take this to the next level. And then when connecting with NAVWIC, that's like platform, platform, platform (laughs) to really share something that's going to help our community see it for real. Because like the poem said, the building is all the way around. And uh, I'm still on that poem, so, you know, excuse me for being kind of like, mm, mm, mm. Lisa just keeps doing (laughs) Yes, indeed. That's a little bit well, more shared on that one. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much, Mr. Gerald. We appreciate and love your passion and, of course, the science behind the work that you are doing. Listen, if you want to press 1 on your phone, go ahead, join into the conversation as we are getting close. To wrapping up um, today's NAP Week talk with Ms. Lisa Watkins Dunn, who is career specialist at Central State University, CEO of Soul Excited Creative Journeys. And we have been so excited having you here in the studio with us this morning, um, Ms. Lisa. We also have in the studio uh, Ms. Jackie Perry and Associates. Um, in the studio and is our chair this morning. Ms. Jackie, you want to jump in really quick? I know that you wanted to say good morning to Ms. Lisa as well. Yeah, at least I wanted to say uh, good morning to uh, everyone in the studio, but especially our special guest, Ms. Lisa Watkins Dunn. Um, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing with us uh, a little bit about your, your journey and your background, your career. Uh, it's all been intriguing, and especially uh, just learning about the um, the the project that you and uh, Mr. Barnes and others are a part of uh, that moves us again further into the 21st century. So that is that is great. But I just have to say, kind of like Jada said, you know, drop the mic, snap, snap. That poem was really, really great, and you just wrote it last night. And it encompassed so much, and we could just feel again that um, that that passion and energy around uh, everything that you do, and uh, and you encapsulated that you know with that that poem. So I know you got a copyrighted and all that good stuff, but I'm sure hoping that we can like grab a, a, a piece of it, maybe put some music, do some editing to it, and and feature it as soon as possible. So you know when you give us the thumbs up, you know we'll want to do that. Uh, but anyway, I just thought it was great. And not to take up too much time, just thank you again 
for just being our special guest. Thank you so much. I appreciate that encouragement. Yes, indeed. It's all love here, Miss um, Lisa. But I also got to dig just a little bit deeper because, like I said, you already know we're coming for that poem. So thank you so much for sharing that. We love it, love it, love it. I can't wait to to get the published copy, as I already said. But um, share with us your favorite book, your authors, because you are a writer. Who or what do you like to read that keeps you going? Boy, well, um, I'm not doing a lot of reading right now. Um, one, I'll tell you, my my newfound passion is um, AI. I have been um, like headstrong into Chat GPT and into. Um, mid-journey, creating images, and I'm just fascinated at the fact that because I'm a big picture person, I love creativity, but I can't always sit down and take that idea and break it into those tiny steps um, that, you know, it doesn't come quickly for me. But with ChatGPT, I can. <laughs> so um, give me an idea, and, and in an hour I can have the whole process planned, schedule, social media posts, have it all ready for you. And that, that has been um, where the bulk of my spare time has, has been. I, um, I have been reading a book called Creative Confidence, um, by Tom Kelly, Tom and David Kelly. Um, it's more of a design thinking book, very easy to read, but um, taking some of the ways that we used to do strategic planning and doing it in a more engaging um, manner, but then I take that and I put it in chat GPT and I, I find processes that are even more streamlined. So that, that's been very fascinating um, to me. And I, I will have to circle back, though, to Mr. Barnes and just say he was sharing with me about um, the Congressional Black Caucus um, schedule, and I would be remiss if I did not say that our Congresswoman Joyce Beatty is mm-hmm. a Central State University alum, and she is um, just a powerful, powerful chair for the Congressional Black Caucus. And so we are making plans to join you in um, D.C., I believe that's in September. Yes, it is. That's what I was just about to say. So we'll be seeing you and some of the students um, joining us and just having a great time in uh, Washington, D.C., making sure we're getting the work done, of course. But, yes, this is so exciting. Yes, now you know why I named my company, though. 
<laughs> yes, I definitely get it. So listen, you shared, because I did want to touch on AI um, earlier in the interview, but our conversation just took off. So I'm glad that you came back and and spoke on chat um, GPT and that that's what you're reading about or you're learning more about AI because so a lot here days and especially in the industry is like everybody doesn't really know how to react to AI. But like you have explained it and how you're using it, it you gave a great example on how you can embrace AI services or the different links. I'm not familiar with chat GPT, but I'm going to look that up. I use another link. But it's exactly like you said, you have these ideas that if you're strategic planning, it just helps you with your um, task on hand, and it's like a team that you don't have to actually pick up the phone, send the email to, or sit in a think tank and brainstorm. You can just put it in there, and it shoots you out some different ideas, and you can, you know, like anything else, take the meat and spit out the bones, right? Right. Yes. That's a great example. <laughs> no, I just love it. Listen, Miss Lisa, we have to have you come back on NABWIC Talks because I want to dig deeper in AI services, how you guys are preparing the students at Central University, a great number one HBCU, I think the only HBCU in Ohio, on how you guys are embracing it with the students there and moving forward. I think that would be a powerful show. And maybe have some students come on with you to share with us um, AI intelligence and how we can continue to embrace the services so we can make sure we're part of those skills and stay included in the workforce, not, you know, one of those people getting laid off because of AI. Right, Ms. Right, right, right. And and <laughs> any ways that we can we can connect our students to to you amazing women and and just passionate professionals, it, it's going to be such a win win because they bring so much to the table, but they also need that balance of maturity and that guidance. So I can't wait to introduce them to you all. Yes, hey, Jada. So, uh-huh. um, I just wanted you to know before we go, we got another hand, um, our master builder uh, once again. So before we end, I uh, just wanted you to be aware. Okay, beautiful. Thank you so much, Ms. Ann McNeil. Your mic is open. Okay. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much for everything. Love the point. But I had a question when I heard Jada talking about, both of you talking about September. Is it possible for you to join us in June? And Jackie can tell you a little bit more. I'm in a public place. I have music playing in the background. So I'm going to go back on mute, but we would love to see you in New Jersey during our mid-year meeting. Thank you. Okay. So orders from our founder. Lisa. So our mid-year meetings are in June. We're going to Jersey this year. And you just got your official invite slash, um, I don't know how nice to say it. Um, we need you there. <laughs> By request from the master builder herself. So in June, it's usually around my birthday. I'm a Gemini, June 20th. Just throw that in there. 
it's usually around my birthday um, where we are meeting and having our discussions on moving our organization forward, checks and balances, and just think thinking and making sure that we are hitting our goals um, that we set for our organization throughout the year at the beginning of the year and navigating and moving forward. You know, things are always changing and evolving, so new things might be out. We include those processes as well. But it is a large conference of our members from all over the state and internationally that come and meet with us. And a lot of our, our student chapter members meet us there uh, in June as well. Okay. We can we can definitely talk about this offline and, and see if my schedule would permit it. Okay, perfect. Now you start tomorrow. <laughs> June 1st is tomorrow, so we can't wait to continue to have that conversation with you. And for you listening in, our NAPWIC Talk family, we want to see you there as well in June. So all you have to do is head over to our website at www.navic.org. Of course, engage with us, check out the date, or better yet, you can also head over to Eventbrite, book your ticket right now. We have the hotels lined up for you, and you get a great discount booking with NAVWIC attending our conferences as well and adding value to NAVWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. So you cannot say you was not invited. You were invited. This is your one-on-one invite, NAVWIC family, from the National Association of Black Women in Construction. We want to see you there. And Ms. Lisa, do you have any closing remarks or a, a tip you want to leave the family this morning? Um. I, I just appreciate so much um, just the, the, the time, energy, commitment, and dedication it's taken to even get NABWIC started, but then just the advancement that we talked about on Sunday, um, you know, the willingness to what you've built and, and pivot and make changes, um, and then to to know that there are student chapters around the country, um, that is going to make sure that that NABWIC lasts, you know, perpetually. So I, I'm just excited to be to be a part to have been able to share this morning. Um, I, I'm very appreciative. Well, thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. And then how can our family, NABWIC members, or whomever's listening in this morning, get in contact with you? Well, I can be contacted by email. Um, my email is so excited, so S-O-U-L-X and S-I-G-H-T-E-D. Um, and there's a whole story behind that, but we'll talk about that next time. Um, but um, so so excited at gmail dot com, and then also on Instagram is also so excited, um, and then I can be also contacted or connected with on LinkedIn at Lisa Watkins Dunn. Thank you so much, family. You have all of the contact information. The quickest one that I could jot down, IG, is 
so excited. You can always go there and find the dime as well on LinkedIn. So we appreciate your time this morning. We cannot wait for you to come back with you and some of your students from Central State University and to continue our dialogue on the programs that you and Mr. Gerald Barnes are developing together in you guys' partnership. And we can't wait to see you this June at the end of the month at our mid-year meetings in New Jersey. So your schedule is packed already in NAVWIC world. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Again, humbly speaking, Thank you so much for being our special guest on NABWIC Talks this morning. This has been another absolutely amazing NABWIC Talks blog talk radio. You want more? You already know where to find us every Wednesday morning at 8.30 a.m. right here on Blog Talk Radio. See you next Wednesday. Thanks again for an absolutely amazing show. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.